Good evening. And Merry Christmas. It is my pleasure to welcome you here to the Trinity Center for Spiritual Evening. Where are we? Trinity Center for Spiritual Living on this wonderful Christmas Eve. So we have a wonderful service plan for you this evening, and I would like for you, if you would, to please welcome Finn Fenwick, who is going to do our opening treatment. Good morning. Some of you know the context uh, in which I mean. So I uh, I invite all of you to uh, to know along with me these uh, these words. There is one divine entity, one creative intelligence, and one originator of everything. I call this one God. I am one with God, a perfect expression of the divine manifested in human form and heir to universal sonship of the divine. So tonight I celebrate the birth of the Christ consciousness in each of us. I recognize the inheritance of universal sonship and daughtership bestowed to all. I joyously acknowledge that each of us in our own pace and knowing evolve toward the Christ principle. We become less human and more divine. We gravitate less toward the material and more toward spirit. We live less for the self and more for each other. This is the Christ myth that I celebrate tonight, the embodiment of universal presence coming forth and from within each of us. With joyous gratitude in this truth, I release these words to the law of the universe, and I know that they are so, and so it is. So it is. All right. For our opening song, Gwen Hughes. And please feel free to join Gwen. Yes, uh, Chris did a lovely thing and printed all the lyrics to all of the songs that I'll be singing in your program. So feel free to sing along. Oh, there's no place like home for the holidays. Cause no matter how far away you roam, when you pine for the sunshine of a friendly gaze, for the holidays, you can't beat home, sweet home. I met a man who lives in Tennessee, and he was heading for Pennsylvania and some homemade pumpkin pie. From Pennsylvania, folks are traveling down to Dixie's sunny shores. From Atlantic to Pacific, gee, the traffic is terrific. Oh, there's no place like home for the holidays. Cause no matter how far away you roam, 
If you want to be happy in a million ways, for the holidays you can't beat home, sweet home. Beautiful. There we go. There we are. I'm on now. All right. So at the mid of the century, last century, Dr. Holmes, the founder of religious science, sent a letter out to the ministers in the field, those that were promoting the teaching and teaching religious science to metaphysicians at that time. And the letter has been come to know, come to be known as a holiday remembrance. And it's his instructions to the field of how we should hold the holiday in our hearts. And so for the reading of the letter this year, I've asked Dan Burns, one of our practitioners, slight change from your program, to read that letter for us. Christmas is for remembrance. The love manifesting through our gifts to each other typifies the offering of life, the givingness of spirit to its creation. The hands of the eternal are outstretched through our hands, and the heart of the infinite beats in the human breast. But the giver must know, must give of himself, for the gift without the giver is bare. It is not, then, in lavish gifts that we find true giving, but in the sweet simplicity of remembrance, in the kindly thought, the tolerant mind, and the gentle act. Love alone can give love. Sympathy alone can sympathize, and only goodness can really do or be good. The one who gives reward does not give it all. He seeks to bargain, to trade for spiritual gifts. Hence, he senses loss on his own giving and finds no completion in the act. But he who gives half his meat to the hungry feels justified and is warmed by a real sense of comradeship. He has established an actual unity between himself and other offspring of creation. Great causes succeed when there is a giving of humanity. With the check must come the one who wrote it his interest, his enthusiasm, his love. The check must be a symbol of his desire to impart himself. Then shall it multiply its benefits and do good. Charity is cold, but love is warm. When heart speaks to heart, a divine conversation has taken place, a heavenly discourse. Each of us has something to give. Let each see that he gives of his best. If we are bringing our gifts to the altar of love, nothing less than the best will be acceptable. Nothing less than all is enough. May the real spirit of Christmas, the giving of self to life, enter and abide in you now and through all time.
Christmas Eve without doing... We can't do Christmas Eve without doing a story about the manger. And so I've asked Dave Hilburn, one of our practitioner interns, to share this, that story with you now. And there were, in the same country, shepherds abiding in the field, keeping watch over their flock by night. And lo, the angel of the Lord came upon them, and the glory of the Lord shone round about them, and they were sore afraid. And the angel said unto them, Fear not, for behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which shall be to all people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, which is Christ the Lord, and this shall be a sign unto you. You shall find the babe wrapped in swaddling clothes, lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace, goodwill toward men. And that's what Christmas is all about, Charlie Brown. Some of you might remember that actually is the, the dialogue was taken from the King James Version from the Peanuts special that was done December 1965. Now, I know not a lot of you can remember that. I was around, but really don't remember it that well. But when we talk about Christmas, those particular words from the Gospel of Luke, as well as the ones from the Gospel of Matthew, are being read in churches all throughout Atlanta and all throughout the United States, yea and verily, throughout the world this evening. It's hard to get around it, so let's just go ahead and take it from a metaphysical approach, shall we? The manger piece about there. A manger, a child. If we take it at face value, without a metaphysical interpretation, what we can see is we have a child that is born that is setting up a new religion, one that could be divisive from person to person, from individual to individual. However, if we look at this as a birth or acknowledgement of that Christness of ourselves that we come into this world with, so many times, so many of us come from religious traditions where we were told we have original sin, there's something wrong with us right when we hit the, hit the skids, right when we come into this earth, but we know better that we have discovered that inner Christ child, that it's the manger of our heart, that Christ consciousness, that we are pure, we are wonderful, and we are one with that that does not change. We are one with divine. We are the point of divinity expressing as ourselves. Several years ago, I was on a farm and had a mare that gave birth to a colt. Beautiful. And it was just a few hours old. It was stumbling out there and figuring out what was going on. And mother was nuzzling to go into the field, and a monarch butterfly came through, and it landed on the little guy's nose, little on the little guy's nose, and he didn't really know what to do with it. It was like, you know, what, what is it? And then eventually he started chasing the butterfly throughout the field. And I think we have to look at that as our own way of saying the Christ is born within us daily, because was the butterfly there before the, the colt figured out it was there? Of course it was. Did it have a realization of it? No, until it actually experienced it. And so many of us 
we've we've ducked what I call the big scary black book. But when we come through those doors in an in a SLC, whether it be here or somewhere else, and you find out, hey, there's a whole group of people that have been thinking the same way I have all my life, and I just never knew where they were. And we find that here is we discover it. It, it didn't it didn't exist separate from us in the manger of our own heart. It was always there. We just didn't really know what to call it or what to do with it. And because of that, we can celebrate Christmas every day. Every day can be like Christmas when we realize it is the awareness of that Christ nature within us. We could almost be like that famous religious science poet and philosopher, Elvis Presley. <laughs> if every day you could be just like Christmas, what a wonderful world this would be. Thank you very much. And please join Gwen, if you choose, in Silent Night. Shepherds quake 
light. Glory stream from heaven above. rendition of Silent Night we've had at Candlelight ever. Awesome. Y'all can applaud. Yay us. Breathe, everybody. It's all good. So I love Christmas Eve. I love the holidays. I love the fact that we all come together as one family and one heart centered as one soul to honor the need of our higher self to take part of the good, loving, and peaceful energy the Christmas season fosters in the world. Our interpretation of the birth and the life of Jesus of Nazareth could be considered different from others who also gather this evening in various spiritual communities around the world. Yet our belief in a man who would become teacher to all, healer to some, and savior for many, is as strong and devout as the pilgrims gracing Jerusalem as we speak. Collectively, let us realize and honor the goodwill, love, and peace the Christmas season contributes to the consciousness of humanity. Metaphysician, Buddhist, Christian, Jew, all benefit at the level of consciousness where we definitely reside as one people, one power, one spirit, where separation of religion is non-existent and awareness of humanity's oneness with divine spirit reigns. It is in this awareness where we find our Christmas miracle, our individual consciousness of Christ, and an awareness of oneness which fully accepts all things are possible, all things are made new, as this time of year represents the birth, the awakening of the Christ mind within ourselves. Christmas inspires hope within us as it nudges our consciousness back into the realm of infinite possibility and newness. Norman Vincent Peale said, Christmas waves a magic wand over this entire world, and behold, everything is softer and more beautiful, even in the Atlanta rain tonight. You know, it's true, the Christmas season brings a beauty to the world unlike any other time of the year. And it is a beauty of spirit, it is a beauty of energy, of love, as the consciousness of humanity views the world through the eyes of love and a soul which only wants to express joy and peace. A soul awareness which lives and affirms and believes 
that the way to live in great joy and peace is to always maintain an aura of consciousness that is pure givingness from the heart and always giving of its own love, its own joy, and own peace without any expectation of anything in return. As the Christmas season rekindles this higher awareness within us, it is a testament to our beliefs of and oneness with the divine mind of God. In a book titled Because of Christmas, Marcus Bach wrote this. He said, because of Christmas, we feel the fellowship of kindred spirits, of something deeper than the gifts that have, that have been given. And we know instinctively that beyond the frenzy of it all, a hopeful quiet lies ahead, a gift wrapped in a day of peace when the world is strangely still and we are conscious of our deepest self. We all cherish the days culminating up to Christmas Day. While some people see those days as frenzy-filled and crazy, others see them and view them as magical and transformational. This is a time of year when strangers turn into kindred souls who seem to find one another in the shopping malls and the highways, and yes, at times, even the post office, simply to share that energy of love. And they manage to effortlessly treat one another with loving kindness and respect. I was at the grocery store earlier this week doing my last-minute holiday shopping, and it was one of those stories unfolded that you just read about all the time. And I had gotten in a line, and there was a lady, uh, two people in front of me, and I noticed there was a little girl standing there with this box, cart full of groceries, and no adult with her. And the little girl was kind of minding her own business, right? While other people in the line behind her were less than pleased, because the line was not moving. And so I, of course, was on my rush to get out of the store, and so I moved into another line that was a little bit shorter, and it was moving. And right as I was checking out, the, the, parent, the parent of this child came, and evidently, she did not have enough money on her welfare card to buy all the groceries that she needed, right? And so she started putting the items back one by one, one by one, one by one. And I, I, when I realized what was happening, I was about to check out, and I was had pulled my billfold out to step around and say, let me take care of that for you. And before I could do that, the lady that was behind the lady in line stepped up and paid her bill. Had no decency but to rob me of my Christmas joy. <laughs> It would have been a far better story had I got to pay the bill, but I didn't. But this is what Christmas does. It creates that urge to tend to that fellow traveler within this journey, to make sure that right here, right now, they're okay. They have what they need, and that they are sensing that somewhere along the way, Somewhere along the way, someone is willing to express just a small gift of love to them. 
during the days of Christmas, kids seem to play better with, with each other and neighbors are more friendly. Even in our own homes, we feel a little more love, peace, and harmony than most other times of the year. And there's something about Christmas that seems to bring out just the best in all of us. What is this something that brings out this best? What is it that calls us to this higher ground of our humanity, of our consciousness during the Christmas season? And the gift, the answer, is unconditional love. During the Christmas season, love lives closer to the surface of our lives. Love seems and feels more accessible at this time of year as love is easier to give and receive because we are more open to the experience. And as we experience this openness, we enter into this Christmas of the soul, which is a conduit that leads to our highest self, the gift giving, the bright lights, the great food and the festive music, all add, no doubt, they help expand the good feelings and energy of the holiday season. However, it is the divine love expressed, divine love expressed, that ascends from that quiet place deep within our heart that brings out the highest gift of love that we can offer. The deepest self is this point within where our humanity dissolves into our divinity, our oneness with spirit, a state of consciousness where the Christ mind is born within us all. When we are conscious of our deepest self, Christmas becomes a sacred remembrance of who and what is truly important. As a result, we treat ourselves and others with more respect, more compassion, and greater love, and with the generosity of spirit that makes life feel far richer beyond any material gifts which may ever be given. Because of the, of the Christmas of the heart, selflessness replaces selfishness. We becomes more important than me, and the day brings with it a stillness and inner peace that transcends all human understanding. Consider how wonderful our spiritual journey would be if we could and would celebrate the spirit of Christmas every day of the year. Can you imagine your life, your home, your world with that much love, that much kindness, generosity, forgiveness, peace, and joy? How would that appear for you? Over 2,000 years ago, Someone did imagine those possibilities. So again from the book, Because of Christmas. Someday, a special genius will come along with a plan, a system, and a technique for expanding the supernormal magic of the day into weeks and months and eventually into a year, bridging the gap from Christmas to Christmas until we say, why didn't someone think of this a long time ago? The truth is, somebody did. But apparently he made it too simple. From the humble setting of a manger, where he merely asked us to remember that God is real and life is good. The higher meaning of Christmas is for us re 
for us to return to that sole place of remembrance where we always know God is real and life is good. With each remembrance, new life is born out of that place of our soul, which exists as pure, unconditional love, a love which is simply overflowing with peace, harmony, creative power and possibility, a love that transforms and heals all things. In this journey of our soul, all we really have to give in this particular sacred journey is love. That's all it is. God is love. Love is God. It's all energy. So regardless of what we're gifting tomorrow or not gifting, all we're really doing is expressing love, expressing God, a feeling and knowing that we embody internally and allow to evolve through us. Now, true, attempts are made to match wrapped gifts which might display our love for someone. However, that is truly a fool's errand, as our ability to express and receive love is infinite. And there will never be a physical item which may maintain the joy, happiness, and peace of the love our Christ consciousness is capable of expressing to all who share our journey in this moment of now. Dr. Holmes wrote, Jesus spent much of his time communing with his own soul, for it's through our inner thought that we contact God. Out of the silence of his own soul came a direct revelation of his oneness with God. As the external Jesus gave way to the divine, the human took on the Christ spirit and became the voice of God to humanity. You see, in this sacred moment, and every sacred moment forward, let us honor the birth of the infinite Jesus, infant Jesus that gave way to the Christ consciousness by giving birth to the Christ consciousness which resides within each of us by communing with the spirit that we are. When we embody a Christ consciousness, we immerse ourselves in all the creativity, love, peace, and the divine in this holy instant. And we become that which we are truly meant to be. Great examples, not great exceptions. It is this consciousness we come in, where we come into the knowing that as we give birth to the consciousness of Christ within, all things are made new and all things become possible and that each of us is a true child of the Most High, able to bring to life the love, the peace, and the goodwill of spirit to the forefront of our existence, becoming the savior of our own experience. And when we do, we remain in a constant state of remembrance that God is all there is and life is good. That we are the living embodiment of the Christ spirit, the living manifested love of God. This in remembrance encourages us to walk, talk, and act 
with a greater sense of reverence for ourself and everyone in our journey. And that realization, all things become sacred. And as we become enmeshed in the sacredness of life, all of our issues of life instantly become solvable and our worries dissipate from view. Living in full expression as our Christ consciousness, we become this living example of being peace on earth, delivering goodwill to all, filled with a consciousness which intuitively knows how to heal and how to express this healing power to everyone. In the Gospel of Thomas, Jesus said, There is a light within a person of light, and it shines on the whole world. You, my friends, are people of light, for you are an anointed child of God. Your light is the omnipotence of the love and the energy of God coming to life as the Christ child within you. Commune and embrace with this light every day, every moment of your sacred journey and allow it to be your guide in all that you do, the big and the small, and the spirit of Christmas will be flowing through you every day going forward to you and to all who share your journey. Let it be said of you, of our collective consciousness, we hold Christmas well and honor the birth of Jesus of Nazareth by coming together in, in a spirit of oneness, of wholeness, of joy and peace for all of life in this most magical and miraculous of evenings of evenings, and that we carry the spirit of Christmas within us every day, every day of the year, by following and being the example of being the example of a prophet to some, the savior to a few, and the teacher to all. Like the Magi, you are the wise men and women. During this time of conscious evolution, awakening the Christ consciousness residing within humanity, your sense of something miraculous and sacred during the Christmas season is not created by the hustle and bustle, it is created by that intuitive knowing within you that you yourself are the miraculous and the sacred, that you yourself are the Christ child coming forward to be expressed. May this Christmas season and the spirit of love and peace it raises within you remain with you for every day through your sacred presence, may the peace and joy of Christmas prevail on earth as well as in your home and your heart. And may you now know, may you know now and always that you are loved beyond measure. Merry Christmas. So Gwen's going to lead us in another song. Yes. And this one is a very 
deep spiritual song, very deep spiritual meaning, Holly Jolly Christmas. I was actually practicing it today, and then when I finished, I walked out, and there was Burl Live singing it again on the music so choice. So for those that don't, 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 don't remember, this is from Rudolph the Red-Nosed That's Reindeer. That's right. Burl so. Ives, one of the greatest, greatest characters ever. <laughs> Join me, won't you? I have a holly jolly Christmas. It's the best time of the year. I don't know if there'll be snow, but have a cup of cheer. Have a holly jolly Christmas, and when you walk down the street, say hello to friends you know and everyone you meet. Oh, oh, the mistletoe hung where you can see. Somebody waits for you. Kiss him once for me. Have a holly jolly Christmas. And in case you didn't hear. Oh, by golly, have a holly jolly Christmas this year. Perfect. Awesome. <laughs> Burl is so happy. So a couple of just closing remarks from me. There are some, some goodies in the back to, to nibble on. And um, we do not do a offering during our candlelight service. But if you would like to make a love offering, baskets are out back at the refreshments. Whatever you do this evening, go and do it in the spirit of love and joy and do it from the awareness that you are here for a reason, and that reason is to be love. So for our closing treatment, Diana Johnson. Yay! Thank you. Um, as we continue in the spirit of oneness, we give thanks for all we've heard this evening from Reverend Tony of his love and peace for this season and this holiday, which is a holiday of love. We're grateful this love is perfect life flowing in, through, and around all of us. As we depart from here to join others, let's continue with this love, not only today, but throughout the year. As I've declared in truth of what I've said, I release these words into the infinite activity of the law, and so it is. Merry Christmas, everybody. Merry Christmas.